It is Wednesday, August 2nd, and you are listening to Run That Back, and I am Scott Bunn. And I am Tom Chalmers, and this is your Indie Sports Radio. Tom, you sound a little weird and robotic. Are you okay? That's my general default. Yes, that's that's my typical mood. Uh, No, I am uh, calling from downtown Asheville, uh, hovering on the perimeter of Rabbit Rabbit, about to go see Lupe Fiasco in the rain. Oh, nice, Tom. You're going to have a great time. Uh, Intern Fran here is a little bit jealous. I am, man. Tom, Uh, have a great time. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. hip-hop in Nashville doesn't uh, happen enough, so uh, yeah, you got to pounce mm-hmm. on it when it presents. You, indeed. And, uh, yeah, so we've got Fran Murphy here in the studio. Hey, Fran, how are you? Hey, Scott. I'm doing good. Fun to be back. I'm yeah. not back. Yeah, uh, you haven't been on in a while. I was out last week. Tom's, uh, you know, calling in a little bit um, for the thing. So we got summer plans happening, but but we can provide you with Run That Back. Always. In some form. In some form. Um, So, yeah, we've got, uh, a little bit later in the show, uh, we've got the father of intern Fran. Um, So so Rod Murphy will be joining us. Rod's been on the show a number of times before. He's a mainstay of uh, Listen to This at... Uh, the, which is a local storytelling show uh, yeah. and musician and filmmaker, all those good things that we like about Rod. Uh, uh, and his band, Rond, will be playing this weekend as part of ABL Fest. Oh, very yeah. fun. Very fun. Well, cool. Um, well, yeah, we've got uh, we've got you just for a couple of minutes, uh, yeah. but we want to ch- check in on a few things. Uh, yeah, so again, Usually we'd be like trying to figure out just what there is to talk about in the middle of the summer, but uh, luckily here in the summer 2023, we have the uh, the Women's World Cup going on right now in uh, Australia and New Zealand. And my uh, quick take that I said was like, which has been fantastic. Again, the the quality of play and just the the country scoring goals for the first time or right. moving on to the knockout round for the first time has just been amazing. Um, the one sort of qualifier is uh, unfortunately the u.s women's national team has not been particularly impressive yeah uh and yes they did advance to the knockout stage uh, but but barely they finished second in their group for only the second time in uh america's participation in the women's world cup um uh and yeah it's kind of like um you know, they scored three goals in that game against Vietnam in the opening game, but then, like, Vietnam let in seven goals to another team. So then you're like, oh, maybe the 3 nothing thing wasn't that uh, great. They've just, like, disjointed and just, yeah. like, kind of lifeless. But there's also, like, the thing, like, everybody's concentrating on the lack of scoring goals, which is obviously a huge problem, but also the defense has only let in one goal in three games, which is very impressive too, but uh, they've been a little lackluster. It's true. Even watching the uh, Vietnam game, you're like, yeah, this should be seven, eight, nothing. I know they sort of got a bad rap last time for kind of running up the score, but we understand when goal differential comes into play, it it makes sense. But yeah, and you just saw what was the concern is some of the veteran players who have earned their place you know, Alex Morgan and Megan Rapino, but just sort of missing on some opportunities. You usually usually make that, you know, cross, you, you usually put that in the net, and they just didn't. Kind of three or four times, you're like, hmm, I wonder if that's going to uh, come back to bite them. And it did. And yeah. um, 
Yeah, so again, I don't. I, I really don't try to fall into the like you know, being angry when the team that you root for is not meeting expectations. It's just disappointing, and there, again, there's some reasons. Um, to, you know, again, some of the veterans you can just tell they're just a little slower, not not quite at the same pace that they have been uh, before, which you know, which is such a high level. But for me, I I, I do feel that there is a uh, that, that that coaching is an issue with that team. Yeah, that's what everybody seems to be saying. Uh, which is never nice to say, but even just in press conferences or general, just kind of, and again, I don't like the, I mean, look at this guy comedy, but uh, <laughs> you, you just, you don't get a sense of locked in when you, when you see their coach on the sidelines, he has a little bit of a lost expression on his face. Yeah. And you know, I, you know, I admit to being a, a novice in terms of the squad and just like uh, the players and, you know, what they have to give, but like what I've been reading is people are like, uh, you know, there are some, uh, you know, options here, you know, and we're not, we don't seem to be taking advantage of it or like, huh, why would you do this when this person's strength is this, you know? So th there is a lot of, uh, uh, second guessing that's happening. Yeah. in the second and third game in the, uh, you know, uh, group rounds, um, they played the Netherlands to a one, one tie, yeah. but that first half they were just outplayed, um, mm -hmm. And then, luckily, they were able to get a goal in the second half and get some momentum. And then going into Portugal, again, you're just like, you know, it's when you, <laughs> to use football, uh, you know, references, they're like, they're just not getting any separation. Yeah. You know, you're just not seeing one player be, like, much faster than their defender or one player sort of flex some ball control skills that just like, gets them through. You're just like, you're kind of just dribbling into the defense person. You know, right. Like, uh, I, I'm not seeing the, like, the, the wow factor um, with, you know, I, I, I get even, yeah, so that's the thing I'm just noticing. Like, so yeah, how can we find situations to take advantage of some of the young players? We talked about, uh, Rodman right. or Sophia Smith, or uh, I think it's, um, Alyssa Williams, maybe whatever. Yeah. Yep. It's like, how can we put them in space so they can just like do what they do and then, um, you know, be the benefit of a great pass from some of the veteran players or otherwise. And you, you just don't see kind of creating advantages. Um, I gave the analogy, sorry, Fran, if you don't love it, but I, I remember <laughs> Jalen Brown early on as a Celtic oh. would sort of just mm -hmm. like dribble into the middle and just like jump up at a guy. I was like, you do need to make a move once you get there. Um, but he wouldn't. He literally would just dribble to the middle and just like jump into the defender. And you're like, what's supposed to plan? Didn't um, he, didn't and, he and, do that against the Heat too? Like that, how, that was early in his career? Yeah, and he's come back to it sometimes. I know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just being kind no, of a jerk. No, you're, you're not, not at all. Um, so I just saw that. I'm just like, it feels like you're just kind of dribbling into the defender again. Where's the kind of like, quick touch pack, touch passes back and forth? You know, like you see from a Man City. Yeah, I know that's a, a hard uh, comparison. Yeah. To, but anyways, yeah. you just so uh, they kept talking when the uh, Portugal game was dragging on and it was uh, zero zero. And there, there was the feeling of man, Portugal could just catch a break and, and put one in. And this would be the most like surprising upset in the history of women's world cup. And I was like, are you watching the teams? Like th these are pretty evenly matched. Right. One it is, is so many of the other teams have gotten so much better. So yes, a while back, Portugal was not as good, but the last time they played, it was a one nothing win for the U.S. And they they were just the ones who were like, oh, nice pass into space, oh, nice leading your fast runner player. You just saw them playing the game just a little bit better, and thank you know that thankful that the U.S. defense is is solid. And but again, the um, 
the, the quote was, and, and now I'm forgetting her name, uh, Carly Lloyd. Yeah, um, I was about to bring her up. Yep. The post was the player of the game. Yes. Um, because yeah, Portugal did have a, a, again a player break free uh, in like the 91st minute, and you, you just thought it was going in, but it hit the post, and that would have uh, eliminated the U.S. from World Cup. Um, but I thought that was the quote of the week. The post was the player of the game, and she had some pretty strong comments about you know Alex Morgan and Rapino, both who were like sort of smiling and dancing after yeah. the result. And she's like, I I understand being like happy maybe even relieved to to advance but like you guys got really lucky and i know luck's part of sports but come on like you guys need to play better than this i understand i mean she's very competitive yeah uh, which, which you know drove her to, to be such the uh, uh you know excellent player that she was but yeah i agree and i don't get the sense i know I remember there was a time maybe when like Landon Donovan was kind of, and you're like, you just wish you were playing. Kind yeah, of, right. so, but I didn't, I don't get that. Uh, I think because, you know, her, her comments are not coming out of nowhere. You are like, that was somewhat uninspired. Yeah, they just don't seem athletic. They seem slow. To, but anyway, so it, that's just been um, disappointing. But uh, what I would, uh, so I hope that they can sort of figure some things out for the round of 16. They play Sweden, who is uh, very good. Very uh, good. And uh, they do not waste opportunities. They had nope. a, uh, um, a, 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 you know, a, a game, I think, against Argentina, I want to say, you know, it was the last group, game of their group round. And anytime there was a chance, there was like a really nice, crisp entry pass and the header and it went, you know, again, you're like, yeah, they had five opportunities and three of them went in the goal, you know? Yeah. Um, so I hope, but again, I just want to just focus on some of the other stuff, be, be more happy for the idea uh, that like Jamaica has made it to the, uh, yeah. to the knockout round. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, in Nigeria making it, it's great. In South Africa, again, you just see some really gifted players, but also just the joy and the tears that come from you have scored the first goal in the Women's World Cup that your country has ever scored. Uh, it's just great to see and see some of the, the fandom react to all that. Yeah, there's good stuff happening. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, I, I admit to not seeing a lot of the games because I was traveling last week, but yeah. I did see the sort of middle game that they played uh the u.s played and so yeah i got to see that but then there were like highlights from the other things and i was like well that's what i want to see like i want to see the fun you know not the like sluggish like making soccer you know look as bad as every stereotype you've ever heard you know yeah um so yeah again uh, hoping for the best and i i will agree with you know so alex morgan and megan rapino were like we didn't play great, but for some reason, you know, like we're not worried. We've always been able to find a way to win in the past. So right. uh, I wouldn't just count on the past, but I agree that, that it's very possible they will regain their form moving forward. But uh, just about, so if, if you had a chance to so say, when we talked to Liddell, I was like, I'd look out for Japan and they looked amazing so yeah. far. They are like microbots. Yeah. They, just, like, they just move so quickly and just. Uh, just a team is sort of just standing looking at each other like what just happened how did they score again? <laughs> right <laughs> it's pretty fun um okay uh so we've got you just for a couple more minutes tom any yep. any last minute things um no because they'll just go negative and i want to do that um i would just say <laughs> really happy for australia um so uh again uh, the host countries do tend to do well 
it was sort of weird this year that there was Australia and New Zealand. New Zealand did not make it to the to the knockout round. Yeah. But Australia did. They actually won their group and they looked great. And they did all this without Sam Carr, um, their, their kind of their best player who had a, an unfortunate injury. So that's just been really great to see. And I'm excited that it looks like uh, Sam Carr will be able to play um, as they head into the round of 16. So, so that was great. Um, and again, just some, but also some prizes. So very sad. Brazil uh, was knocked out of the group stage. So yeah. uh, Marta does not move on. To, she does not have her messy moment. Um, so which which is shot? But she's great. But again, she's thirty seven. And you know, even in their last game where they they needed a victory to move on, they started her. Uh, people were like, um, "We love Marta, but she's been playing ten minutes at the end of the game. This is the most important game of your <laughs> right. World Cup, and you're getting nostalgic kind of thing." So. Um, that that was something that that was questioning for them, um, but yeah, just surprising. As, as much as it's nice to see some of these, you know, unexpected countries move forward, it's also great that yeah, again, so no Brazil, no Canada, no no Italy, no China. Uh, you know, these are giant, uh, giant countries, and tiny little uh, Jamaica is moving on. Yeah. It's great. It's it's what's fun about international sports. Hey Tom, I wanted to tell you really quickly. Um, I was in the Bay Area last week. Yeah, um, tell me about your trip. <laughs> we did a. Um, I was at a sort of staff retreat um, in Berkeley, California, um, okay. and so we were staying in this hotel that was. Um, right next to campus and what was really cool was the stadium was right there too like classic you know like old time college football where they had this like beautiful kind of art deco stadium like right on campus and then right like nestled against like the berkeley Hills, so it was just gorgeous there um but the big thing that i wanted to tell you is you know we're staying right on campus and there's a like mural in the lobby of this like kooky old hotel where we were staying and it was a mural of marshawn lynch um pre-beast mode in his cal berkeley uh uniform and i was like i love that that's like the poster boy that they have there was no aaron Rodgers anywhere 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 um, so i don't I, I think they've embraced march on but um you know who's from oakland too so he's hometown yeah. kid too but yeah right. like aaron Rodgers, not represented well yeah i'm glad yeah berkeley's a, a special place I'm it glad is you get to be there it's very um, cool i had a friend who went to grad school there and got to visit a couple times and it, yeah it was a glorious campus it's very fun all right tom we're gonna say goodbye to you um and have fun at the concert and we'll see you soon uh, see you soon. Uh, hey, Fran, and hello to Rod. Be well. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. So we got to talk to Tom a little bit about, um, yeah, about Women's World Cup. But um, we we introduced intern Fran at the beginning. Um, but in the studio, have we done this since we've had intern Fran on? We did it once. Maybe yeah. it was when one, I wasn't here. Time. But we've got yeah. Rod Murphy in the studio. Hey, Rod, welcome back to Run That Back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, wanted to have you guys on. We're just going to talk some sports a little bit later on. But you all had a very specific trip that you got to go to NBA Summer League uh, last month. Yeah. 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 In the middle at, of July. In yeah. Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. So you were out there for work. And then how long were you out there for? A week. I think it was yeah. a week or six days or something like that. Six days. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so 
you caught some summer league. What mm. was what's the vibe like there? Like I've always heard that like the real basketball junkies are there. Mm-hmm. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. It feels like you know they just finished this incredibly long season. <laughs> yeah. And why would you go to Las Vegas when it's 115 <laughs> <Yes>. degrees? But <laughs> you can't help but see everyone's tall in the whole city. Yeah, every, everywhere. Everyone's at least six five. And you know they have something to do with basketball in some level. And the vibe was – it was – I mean, you've seen it for years on TV. Right. And I – it used to just look like a ratty old gym, you know, but yeah, it's it, like the Max Center, right? Where yeah, the UNLV plays. It is kind yeah. of a ratty old gym. <laughs> yeah, they've but been playing there forever. But it looks a little better on TV these days. Oh yeah, a lot more people mm-hmm. in the stands than there used to be, and it yeah. seems like it's on TV round the clock now. Yeah, so it, I think it's been built way up, especially this year. Yeah, it was weird because like I was at this random place. I was picking up Levi. Um, Jenny and I were, and we were just at this, like we were in Bryson city at a bar at, that had food and everything at a brewery. And like they had NBA summer league on. And I was like, this is weird. And I'm like, well, I guess it's content, you know, like, and it's the summer and it's during the middle of the day. They're like, well, just throw some summer league on there. And I was like, oh, like Scoot Henderson's playing. Like, I kind of want to see this, you know? And so, yeah, like you know, why not? Why not watch it? So so you guys got to see um, how many games while you were there? Uh, I'd say we saw eight or nine games at least. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's it, a lot. I mean, we saw parts of a lot of games, but maybe mm-hmm. seven or eight full games pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we were kind of just hanging out. Our, our job was gave us access to wander all over the place and yeah. just be wherever we had to be for the, for the work. And so... We just kind of just wander around and let's try over there. Let's just go over here. Let's <laughs> yeah. wander there. And, you know, sometimes we separate or whatever, but just everywhere you look, there's somebody you kind of recognize. Or mm-hmm. if you look a little deeper, you you notice like the the, right. the old guys are around. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know what you compare it to in any other world. It's sort of like just a an annual retreat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, there's staff retreat. Yeah. Which is what we, yeah. we were kind of there for, to yeah. get some of that, all these conferences. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're, we were working internally for, you know, as a contractor. There. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we got to see how it all works and got to see just all these relationships. Just, it's amazing just to watch these people that have been in, in, these, in this league forever or yeah. just starting out and just watching them take it on it's, it's, it's kind of interesting it's real seeing it on tv is you can't really see right. any of that happen but well not counting on the court like off the court were there anybody that you were like we saw paul pierce or somebody like that anybody yeah, that you recognized people. or I mean, or anything that you were like i can't believe we just saw that guy well, we yeah. were sitting next to the logo eating ice cream. <laughs> Jerry West? You kept yeah. eating like we, a bunch of times. Just that's we were just down there, and he just keeps eating ice cream cones. You know, it's like <laughs> that's a big one. Well, everywhere you look, there's a big one, but he's probably wow, one of the yeah. bigger ones. Yeah, you know? and he's like eighty. Eighty. Mm. He's just still, you know, he could probably time out. He's just taking an audience with whoever is wandering by to sort of wow genuflect in front of him you know <laughs> that's pretty good cherry west all right who else uh, uh it, it was cool seeing like outside of the arena uh-huh. seeing people so we went to get food one night 
in like a, I guess it was like a hotel casino type of thing. And we're walking. That's around. what all of Vegas <laughs> is: hotel, casino, much, buffet, yeah, we restaurant, <laughs> like that. But yeah, we're walking around and we just randomly start seeing Gonzaga, old Gonzaga players, who oh, are really NBA players. And we saw the coach. I forget what his name. Yeah, was. that guy, the Thunder's coach, right? Is that? No, it was the the coach of Gonzaga. Yeah, who's been there, Mark. Forever. Um, somebody yeah anyways but yeah. he's the guy like you know i usually There's a lot t- of marks uh, yeah, yeah yeah i usually turn into college basketball like in march like i'm a fair weather or like like when it really counts and i'm always like oh yeah that guy you know so like i totally know who you mean um with like gonzaga's he coach looked like they're chaperone because they're all like <laughs> yeah uh, 610 and up and coming but like a, eighteen casino, years old, you know, yeah. they're, they're like Fran's age, you know, yeah. younger, yeah. And now mm. he just—he's just behind them, you know, making sure. <laughs> yeah, don't sure get into trouble. It's not a hard thing to do in that town. I mean, yeah. The stuff I saw, my favorite part was the early mornings. Mm. I go running in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get up at five thirty to go running, and <laughs> so that it doesn't. Stuff it's you not see too hot. Is yeah. the greatest. Like what? What did you see? And this, this is the PG thirteen part. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm like the first day I'm there. I just met this guy. I'm just just trudging down the road, and some guy taps me on the shoulder, and we just start running together. It's this Korean dude. Yeah. We became friends the whole week. That's so cool. Every morning we'd run around and see people just you know peeling themselves off the sidewalk. Right. Or- so the night before they're. <laughs> Yeah, yeah take saw it. some folks having relations in the bushes. Yes, you know? okay, yes. <laughs> a lot of stuff like was that, that. Wait, was that intern Fran? <laughs> Definitely, he, doesn't, he didn't get up at five. <laughs> wait, did you guys get together and say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? <laughs> We're not telling Bun that. all the good no. stuff. No. <laughs> oh, that's great. We're, if anything, we're too revealing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so let's get back to the sports. But then I want to hear about uh, Fran your experiences. Uh, so you guys got to see Victor Wembanyama, who's like mm-hmm. making his sort of kind of professional debut. You mm-hmm. know, in a way, though I guess he was a pro in French, but in France. But like his NBA debut, even though it's summer league, it doesn't really count. Um, but like. Did you see him in his first game? Um, which was game. the second yeah. one. So the first mm. one was like everybody was really anticipating it, and he kind of was not great. Yeah, he fizzled out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So then the second one, he actually played pretty well. So you guys mm. saw that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what was he like in person? I mean, there's a you could feel a lot of hype yeah. in that building. Mm-hmm. You know, walking in, it was it wasn't as easy as all the other games to yeah. kind of wander around and yeah. just poke your head here and there. Yeah, they had it kind of clamped down for that, mm-hmm. and he it was. I mean, basketball isn't exactly you know, Final Four mm-hmm. or you know, deep in the NBA playoffs worthy. There's mm-hmm. some pretty lousy basketball yeah. At times. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he 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 was awfully green, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but still, you could kind of see little flashes. He's just so humongously tall. That's and, what I was uh, going to say, like, angular. just to see him. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like seeing Manute Bowl, where you were just like, I just saw, like, a wonder of the world, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Only he's going through his legs and then stepping back and, you know. <laughs> Hitting that, that kinda, threes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, same thing, Fran, with, with Wemba Yama? Yeah, I mean, watching him live, like, his put-back dunks and stuff just looks incredibly easy yeah and then you see it on tv it's like wow he 
just put this guy in a poster. And yeah. It seemed like he did nothing for <laughs> yeah. who we are. So do you yeah. think, I mean, you guys have seen lots of NBA games live. You go to the the Garden, you go to Charlotte, see the Hornets. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to be good? <laughs> I mean, like, I know it's a real basic question, but mm-hmm. how did it feel? I think he will be. Yeah. I think it's going to take him some time, mm-hmm. especially like on offense. I can't see him really going at Embiid that well in mm-hmm. the paint. Yeah. Just from a strength standpoint. Yeah. But he definitely already has like defensive tendencies are good and has has a high IQ. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll take him a couple of years, but he'll eventually get to that. Yeah, level. Two, two or three years, I bet. They're, yeah, they're pretty good, and they seem like they're going to have a good team in two or three years too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the perfect situation. Uh, I know him. it's just like that Spurs infrastructure. Popovich is still there. That's great. Uh, so who else stood out on the basketball court that you saw? Any other? Like, you know, will be rookies? Anybody stand mm-hmm. out like that? Yeah. Um, I think the last game we went to, we had been at like five, four or five games that mm-hmm. day. So we're like, oh, we'll just stick around for one more. Might as well. Yeah. And finally got to see Brandon Miller, the oh, yeah. Hornets pick. And yeah, he just exploded. That really? Game. He was really good. Throwing down dunks, you know, great crossovers, great defense. And like the rest of the game was sort of not much going on, but yeah. still it was cool to see him before. So he every was time he to play Scoot that day, but he was hurt. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of a downer. Yeah, they had to shut him down. Mm. Um, but that was a uh, that was a controversial kind of pick of like Scoot mm. Henderson was thought to be the sort of um, sort of like pencil him in second second pick, and then the Hornets went with Brandon Miller, mm. but. Yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, that's that sort of thing in summer league with the like really hyped rookies, where it's like, well, you're supposed to dominate, and because these guys, most of them aren't ever going to see the an NBA court, you know. But mm-hmm. like, then if you don't, then you're like, mm-hmm. what happened, you know? But you know, that's he looks right. like he's got that same kind of build yeah. as all the all the all those guys his size you know yeah. like already at probably 20 or whatever he is he's, he's he's just built for it already it seems like it's gonna he'll it'll catch this year and so especially that team he's gonna yeah. have to for them to he does and he's got lamello which is cool then they're both you know big lanky i mean mm-hmm. that was the thing is like you know like i kept being like well it's not really a point guard league anymore like you want wings, you know, or the big guys, the big guys are back, but you know, like Tatum and you know, like He's got that kind of body. Yeah. I, I mean, so, and you know, that's what Danny Ainge just drafted for years. We're like mm. those like six, seven, six, ten wing guys, you know? And so I, I feel like the Hornets were like, yeah, let's get one of those guys, you know? Um, and he's got the body for it. We're going to talk a little bit more about Vegas, but it is uh, after 7.30, and like we like to do uh, every week, we like to provide the local sports calendar, so take it away, Fran. Thanks, Scott. Charlotte FC defeated... Oh, i got to get your music. God, I'm <laughs> not prepared. <laughs> okay, keep going. All right. Charlotte FC defeated Nakaksa last Saturday by a score of 4-1. to one. Charlotte's next match will occur tomorrow night against Cruz Azul. The Asheville Taurus lost to the Greensboro Grasshoppers earlier today by a score of 4-3. The Taurus are now 40-53, and, and there's the music, and have a rematch with the Grasshoppers tomorrow night. 
With practice in full swing for the Carolina Panthers, Bryce Young is set to be the team's new starting uh. QB. Yeah, Carolina's first preseason game will take place next weekend against the New York Jets. And lastly, the Atlanta Braves defeated the Los, An Los Angeles Angels earlier today by a score of 12 to 5. The Braves are now 69 and 37, and their next game will take place on Friday against the Chicago Cubs. And we got sort of a light sports calendar this week. That's okay. It's it is midsummer. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Fran. I apologize for not pulling your music up. I haven't done it in a little while. <laughs> we haven't had the local yeah. sports calendar. So uh, thanks for that. All right. So this is your first time in Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, what did you think? Did you enjoy being in that space in that in that city? Uh, I definitely enjoyed being. In the AC and the arenas, <laughs> yeah, and then crazy Uber rides are always fun. Yeah, but uh, just walking around at night, yeah, it's cool. But it's also like we'll try to get into places mm -hmm. just like a regular. We think it's like a regular burger joint, mm -hmm. and we're dressed in like baggy shorts. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, you guys have been working all day. Yeah, yeah, and so they were like, "No way." Yeah, he kind of gave us a look over, and he's like. If you want to wait three hours, maybe we'll have a table for you. <laughs> so did you do any gambling? That's sports. <laughs> just um, just a little bit of slots, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Because I don't know. I thought about playing maybe blackjack or poker, but I realized I have like a couple days experience of that ever. Yes. <laughs> don't want to just get the table ran on me. And we would kind of walk by and see pl people playing. Mm -hmm. Guys would just give us the eye like they want us <laughs> to play so yeah. they can take our money come on in yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe if i had a little more practice yeah how about you rod did you gamble at all i'm not a big gambler it's kind of yeah. incredibly depressing to me yes but, but uh, you know i've been there a few times before so it's not brand new and fran like I, I remember him saying something like, "Oh, they give you free drinks and this was like the anticipation but like yeah they give you free drinks if you go to that yeah and you, you get $1,000 worth of chips at least, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll give you one watered-down drink. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not like Ocean's Eleven. Right. For us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like a smoking, heavy-set dude like who yeah. looks like he's really depressed, who's just <laughs> slouched over. And it's not even... They used to have those cups with the oh, coins. Yeah. Now it's know. all digital. Oh, my it's God. It's not even that... It, I used to admit, I liked the sound. At least the yeah, sound sure. was like... There's not even that sound anymore. <laughs> well, I remember, like, this was at the Cherokee Casino, and I don't know if they do this in Vegas, but um, but I went to the Cherokee Casino years ago, and, like, at the slot machines, everybody had, like, this, like, card that, like, you know, you could insert it, and you would mm -hmm. accrue, like, points or whatever yeah. to get That's benefits what or like, whatever. Yeah. But they all had them on lanyards, and all, you know, plugged into the machines, you know, putting their money in. And I was like, they're attached. They're physically attached to the thing while they give money away. It looked like the Matrix, you know, like all of these people just being like, like providing their will to live to these machines. That's what it looked like <laughs> yeah. to me. Uh, and, and, I think that yeah. we had the same experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it is weird. It It is unnerving. Like if you don't get outside for a while, you're like, 
or like you guys were in gymnasiums and things like that. But if you're just in casinos, like you lose sense of time and mm-hmm. space and everything. Yeah, light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like you can, they don't want you to go outside. Mm-hmm. So there are like all these other like malls and passageways. And you're just like, this is incredible, but mm-hmm. really bizarre. And all connected. Yeah. And the only place in, in America you can smoke still. Yes, <laughs> inside. Yeah, they don't it's care. All the, all the worst things going on at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I remember... I can't remember which uh, comedian said this, that like Vegas isn't so much a city, but a celebration of everything evil. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like yeah. even the like, yeah, the relations outside and the bushes, but the like yeah. smoking inside, like free drinks, but it's all just like, yeah, I just watch casino. Like we're taking your money, you know, like it's all just about mm. that, you know, I had a, a very light relationship with the, the, the Jamaican soccer team stayed oh, yeah. at our hotel. Nice. So at five o'clock in the morning, he would be coming in every day, <laughs> and I and I saw him, and we had just a little bit of elevator talk usually, yeah. you know. But they, I think they lost when they were out there, mm. and that that next morning, that was like one of the last days we were there, and yeah. he looked absolutely like devastated, but also yeah. like he had one of the like a las vegas night that yeah. just, just ran him over yeah it was, yeah it was cool seeing them in the lobby all the time when yeah they, they, they never took their their warm-ups off yeah it's like please notice me yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of please notice me in that time. yeah please notice me <laughs> yeah uh gosh uh, a week in vegas like yeah i don't know if i could stomach it for that long without being like um can we go to a real person's house? You know, <laughs> can no we real can we go to like a museum or something like that? <laughs> like, are there any cool bookstores in Vegas? Yeah, like yeah, at least not there. You know, not in the strip. Um, so, how about it? Do you want to go back, or did you have your fill for a l- little while? I'm gonna take some time before <laughs> I go back. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna take your talents to Vegas. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I um. I, one of the last times I was in Vegas, I, uh, I, I'm like you guys, like I don't gamble that much. I'm just inherently cheap. And so I'm just <laughs> like, well, I, I don't get the appeal, but I was just like doing slots because you know, like we're you're you there with the friends. Yeah. yeah. Doing mm-hmm. that. And I, I won, like I won like 150 bucks and, um, and this was like, I don't know, my fourth or fifth trip to Vegas. And I'm like, I broke even like that's probably how much I've ever spent mm-hmm. at Vegas. And I did that. And I was like, I'm not going to do any more <laughs> the rest of this trip. Like I'm ahead and like, that's all I needed, you know? You're so, the one guy. Yeah. that's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I never gambled after that. Like I didn't even put like, eh, I'll throw a quarter in there. Like, nope, not doing it. So you don't even like throw quarters in. It's all there's just no quarters. I mean, I think uh, they take. There's a couple that take bills. Yeah, but there's no more quarters. quarters yeah, that's are, yeah, that's kind of quarters of the new penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just keep it around to get our fingerprints, <laughs> uh, our DNA on file. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> we have uh, Fran and Ron Murphy. I called you Ron. 
You can call me Ron. I, I put you guys <laughs> together instead of you calling you Fran. Ron. I said, <laughs> yeah, Ron Murphy. <laughs> All right, we're we're talking um, we're talking some Boston sports really quickly. So, um, you guys, you were excited about a new Celtic that you saw mm. in summer league. Who was that? Uh, Jordan Walsh, the guy the Celtics just drafted. It wasn't he on Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of crazy. Jordan something, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was oh, somebody something Walsh. Brendan yeah. Walsh. Brandon Brandon Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Jordan uh, Walsh. Incriminating. Pretty, pretty, I know. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, the Celtics are just getting uglier, I feel like. Oh yeah. I don't know if you saw Derek White shave his head off. No. Not mm. a good look. Mm, this guy's got the built in shaved head. He looks a lot like, if you remember, Charlie Villanueva. Yes, that guy. I do. He's intimidating looking. Yeah, he, yeah. and he's he's a lockdown guy, right? He's, yeah. He's, so he's yeah. a big guy. He's a Long rim defender. Arms. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a swing. Or he's, oh, okay. Yeah. But he shoots threes and oh, okay. second round, yeah. like deep second round. This guy. I think they mm-hmm. kept trading back and trading back and this is stockpiling second round picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew right who they wanted. I think. Huh. And then. Uh, the Celtics also just we t- were teasing about Jalen Brown a little bit earlier, but he re-upped with the Celtics. Um, you know, signing the the biggest contract in NBA history, which is one of those things where it's like, yeah, well, everybody gets a turn at that designation mm-hmm. because it just like you know, like Josh Allen signed the biggest deal mm-hmm. in NFL yeah. history and then like two months later it was already like, oh, Josh Allen's on a really cheap contract, you know, <laughs> like but like this is a lot of money. Are you guys cool with that? Were were you, especially when Jalen wasn't that great in the playoffs or not as good as he was the previous year. Maybe that's fair. I, I think, you know, in five years, if he's still there, it's going to be a regular contract. Yeah. But I don't even know. I don't, I kind of don't think he'll last the five years mm. unless they win one or two of them. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like you said, it's one of the, the in, in two months, somebody else will eclipse that by yeah. $50 million or something like yeah. that. And he's fine. He's, I don't, I think he kind of got lucky getting on the all NBA team, which, yeah. which is why he's, he made that. That's that, right. It, you know. He got that that little kicker for the contract that mm. you kind of have to get slotted into a specific thing. I how think about 20, you? 20 teams, 25 teams would love to have him. Yeah. How about you, Fran? You feel the same way? Yeah. A um, little more optimistic that they will win within mm-hmm. the next couple of years. Yeah. Which I think it would be worth it if they did bring a championship mm-hmm. to Boston. But yeah, I'm glad that they re signed him because. Next year, probably someone will sign for more, 65 or 70. Next year, maybe this fall, you know, like right before the October deadline. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes, like, it seems like Tatum and Brown are pretty cool with each other now. But, like, sometimes, like, wait, this guy's making more money and (laughs) I'm better than you, you know? Mm. So sometimes that can... I don't know. Maybe I'm just stirring Maybe stuff the other up. Way, yeah. I think Tatum will make plenty more than him. Yeah. Whatever the most they can possibly give him, he'll get without any of this. Yeah. Like it took him a week or two to come up with this deal, which yeah. is kind mm-hmm. of strange. I, and I bet Brad Stevens was like, "Listen, Jason Tatum, you're you're going to get paid. <laughs> we'll pay you as soon as we can, you know. But right now, we got to take care of Jalen." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say like every, everyone that we went, met out there when they knew we liked Boston, mm-hmm. instantly they they 
were less nice to us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about. Yeah. I still can't figure that out. I, I guess I know because I'm from yeah. there, but it's yeah. still like universally, if you're not from there, you don't like Boston. It's it's true, <laughs> and I'm a I'm from Buffalo, and. Uh, I, you know, one of my best friends is from Wellesley, Mass. Likes all those teams, and yeah, I'm not a particular fan of any of those teams. <laughs> Though I really did like the KG Paul Pierce Ray Allen teams. I liked those a lot. Um, those were and and uh, Rondo. Um, I, I I like those teams. They were really fun. They were fun to root for against LeBron too. Mm, so yeah. I sort of I'm situational when it comes to NBA with the players. But yeah, I, um, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like the rest <laughs> of the country is just like eh, whatever. Uh, so yeah, let's. Speaking of a, a team that I, I don't <laughs> will not pretend Complex to enjoy. Yeah, is the <laughs> New England Patriots. How are you guys feeling about the Pats? Uh, we're we're coming close to NFL training cl- camp, like you just said. Like preseason yeah. games are are happening next week. What do you guys feel about the Patriots? I kind of think they'll they'll be a couple games better, but they just don't seem like they have. I mean, I don't know why they didn't get Hopkins. It mm-hmm. seemed like he could have been got pretty cheap. Yeah, it would have helped that quarterback, which just seems like he's fledgling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's just I, I can't see a path where they could get too too far. Maybe they make the playoffs. Yeah, but mm-hmm. how about I mean, you, Fran? Same thing. Yeah, sort of to the point where I'm still going to be like Patriots are the favorite team, but mm-hmm. you sort of need an NFC team now to root for. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I mean, the AFC is just stacked. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, I'm a Bills fan, and like. The Dolphins are terrifying, you know, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like if Tua stays on the field, like I'm scared of them, you know, mm-hmm. and like I, I want to be like, eh, it's the Jets. Don't worry about it. But it's like Aaron freaking Rogers is now <laughs> in our division now. And like there's young talent on that. He looks team. happy. Like, yeah. I haven't seen him happy. Yeah, for a long time. Unless he's playing golf. Yeah, I I don't really want to talk about that guy. But like, you know, like it's just like, like our division is just stacked. And then you know, you guys, I agree. Like, I'm like, I'm not sure who the standout player is that Mm. we need to be worried about. Like the defense is very good, but the offense, I'm like, okay, you know. But at the same time, it's Bill Belichick. Like, you know, I don't want to play against Bill Belichick if I don't have to, you know? So uh, I, I, I hope he's, he seems like he's sort of still got it, but he's made some pretty yeah. insane moves the past couple of years by not having an offensive coordinator. And, <laughs> yes, that was weird. Just yeah. weird, weird stuff for him. Even, even he's out, like out cheaped himself, which is impossible. I don't, I mean, they, they can't be. They have to be worth a heck of a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't and also, spend it. <laughs> and also, he's like the oldest coach in the league. Like, how much longer is he going to be there? Like, just mm-hmm. invest. Well, I guess they did that last year. They went mm-hmm. on a road a lot. Years of, ago. Yeah, years that's ago. right. That's the, right. The two bad tight ends. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, we could do this for hours, but we got to go. Um, so, um, we come to the time of the show where we recognize those who have lost us in the world, who who we've lost in the world of entertainment and sports over the last uh, week. Uh, really, there's just one that we need to talk about. It happened the other day. Paul Rubens, 
Uh, we know him as Pee Wee Herman, actor, comedian, host of Pee Wee's Playhouse, uh, star of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Big Top Pee Wee, and then the recent Pee Wee's Big Holiday also appeared in the films Mystery Men and Blow, and also known for like Portlandia and 30 Rock and Reno 911. Uh, Rod, I know, <laughs> like you're my age, like Pee Wee was just like omnipresent, like mm-hmm. just this weird, subversive, yet still sweet. Um, force. I, Fran, did you have any relationship with Pee Wee? Yeah, we definitely watched some Pee Wee growing up. Mm-hmm. He was, always was pretty funny, just ridiculous. Guy. His mother's a fanatic. A yeah, Pee-wee fanatic. Yeah. So, is <laughs> Gina in mourning this week? Uh, I haven't really crossed that. Yeah. Bridge with her. I'm sure if she knows <laughs> yeah. about it, she is. But yeah, she's too busy to check in about Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. It's strange seeing him like old, like without the get up and yeah. you see these old interviews with him now it's like wow yeah i know he's just almost this, unrecognizable he's just this guy mm. but at the same time like when that movie when Pee Wee's big adventure hit it was just like that's all mm. people talked about at the greatest. cafeteria yeah. you know exactly. just like yeah. <laughs> imitating him and everything like that so yeah our, our best to paul rubens thanks for listening to run that back we'll see you next week